0: We get asked a lot, buying property at the peak, is it a good idea or bad idea? Let's talk about it, stay tuned.
1: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Morning Minutes. Myself, Michael Bergio, Mark Novak, episode four hundred and eighty. Is it a bad thing, a good thing to buy the property, at, buy a property at the peak of the market? It may feel or seem like a silly answer, like no, why would you pay top price for it? But it's not as simple as that. And we're going to outline um, when you basically should not care if you're paying top dollar for a property at a time and when you should really think about it and see if there's other options or potentially wait um, for it. Mark, what does, um like for starters, you don't even know when it's at the peak, do you? Until it starts going down. <laughs> like, or it may not. Or it just stays and then it goes higher in six months. like let's face it, it's like shares, you can never buy at the, you can never sell at the top and buy at the bottom, bottom, it just doesn't happen, but I think this is really relevant right now, um, because if you're buying a property in Northern Beaches, especially say Monaval, said at 40% growth, a lot of people will call this the peak, so why should they buy a property now?
0: And look, I think yeah, first of all, you've got to deal with the emotion, the emotion side of it, that and realise that, it, like it's a bit of an emotion. So going, ah, oh, shit. Maybe I'm paying too much. What you're always, always going to feel that. You're always going to feel that you're paying too much. Even at the bottom of the market or the top of the market, that's just a normal feeling. You couple that together with the fact of the market factually is probably higher than it's ever been. You're feeling pretty crap. You know, what I mean, you look, you go looking at it, going, well, you know, maybe I'm. I'm being silly here. Maybe I should just wait. Um, That's the thing. Michael, I think it's important for people to consider when they're thinking about this. Is it it a temporary high or is it an all-time high? And what I mean by that is when you turn around in 10, 20, 30 years, is it still the highest price ever paid or is it going to be super low? So if you're buying a car you're buying a car at an all-time high. You will never sell that car at that price again, right? So in, in, in the life of that car, it will never get any more money than what you're paying for it. Now, that is an, that is an all-time high. Mm. When you buy a stock, a Tesla stock, and then it's at its at – its, that's just not high it's a forever high that the car is at a forever high when you buy a tesla stock at like it all it's the highest it's ever been the question is is that stock going to go up any further and five years later or ten years later is there any way you're ever going to really know and five or ten years later it's gone up so guys when you're buying when you're buying something if it is never going to be that price again like a new car be really careful of buying at the top of the market. But if it's something that always traditionally goes up, but it goes up, you know, it goes up and down, up and down, but it, it, it's always heading in an upwards direction, that's when it's really different with property.
1: Yeah, you made a really good point. I think some good analogies where people can take a step back and look at it and understand it, um, because I, could, you would, I think it would be natural when you hear about all the growth, like, oh, why would I look to buy it? Now, I think, I, I think to consider, do you own property already? Because have you already experienced the growth? Because then don't whinge as much, sort of thing. Not whinge, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're buying for more, but you've also made a lot of money as well. So, but if you're looking to say buy a MonaVal, go. You made a good point. Like, what is it? Are you just buying to have it for two years? Because you may think differently to if you're holding it for 30, 40 years, never sell it. Because with what you said, like, okay, it's at its peak now. But am I confident it's gonna be worth more in 40 years? What's What's the last 40 years done? Yeah, okay, from 30 years ago to now, it's gone up, let's just say it's doubled. And then if you look at it on a smaller scale, micro level, let's go in that year, 40 years ago, from January to December, How did it travel? And I'm sure you'll see months that it was up, months that it was down. So if you take yourself back to that market 40 years ago, maybe if you bought February, it was 10% higher than January and you bought at the peak. But in 40 years, you don't even think about it. You have such good growth. And I think if you're buying, especially in good areas, with good principles, coastal areas, um, it's not artificially being inflated from either – Which we'll get to in uh, a walk by. I don't know, it's something temporary, like uh, uh, council changes, government incentives, their talks of something. It's not just, it's Northern Beaches growth. Yeah, tunnel. It's a pretty strong backbone growth. So you can be pretty confident going, okay, I'm buying at the peak in Mona Vale. I'm going to hold it for a while and hopefully it goes up as well. But let's not, and not to mention, Mark, What if you don't, if you, if it's personal reasons, lifestyle, you're going to live in Moneval? Would you rather pay rent or pay a mortgage? That's another thing to factor, especially if they're both pretty even right now and you're going to hold it. So that's that occasion you're okay buying at the peak because one, you've got the confidence, blah, blah, blah. But when is a scenario that you may not be good to buy at the peak? Because I was chatting to my physio. And they're looking at buying somewhere in basically a really popular, can't forget where, I can't remember where, but basically it's a very popular Australian tourism destination, which as we, as we can all agree, tourism domestically has gone through the roof because we can't travel internationally. So that's where you've got to take a step back and go, well, why are you buying it just for an investment? And I sort of said, Do you plan? Said to her, Do you plan to retire there? She's like, No. Uh, why, have you looked at the holiday letting figures? And she goes, Well, I've spoken to people in the block, and they sort of make their strata back. I was like, Oh, so not much money left over. And you've asked them in their busiest time ever, when international travel is closed. And I was like, Well, like if you don't plan to retire there, it's not really an investment to make money. <laughs> then you may, you may want to re, and you know it's at the peak right now and it's the best life they're ever gonna they may live because as soon as i sort of said you ought to watch when international travel opens up there's going to be a big correction away from domestic away from domestic travel because people are going to choose to bali and then don't get me wrong i think what's happened this year will increase domestic travel over the long haul but I don't think we're going to be at the levels we see now. So then you've got to think, well, should I be buying at the peak right now or should I take a step back? And that's what sort of stemmed us to the conversation today is buying at the peak, good or bad. What's your thoughts there, Mark?
0: Man, I, I think that, um, like you said, it's really, really important. Um, one, you're managing emotion, uh, which is going to skew your decision-making, like Luke was saying just now. Um people ask others for advice that have that don't have experience in that sector like why if you got your uncle arthur who's never bought a property why are you going to ask uncle arthur for property advice just because he's your uncle doesn't make sense yeah. um you know he's um I, I something that's really really important is and i think people have got to remember this um People have a really short memory and are uh, influenced early with the present, um, present, future, present, past. They're just influenced by because it it's in the moment. And I think if, yes. if if you if you look at a simple, if you look at any analogy on what's happened with our property market, um, when it comes to what you're talking about holiday properties, I think they have been given a steroid hit and i think you cannot make a balanced decision on how something acts on steroids you know if if i was if if i had to put car fuel into my car and i had to shut down every service station in australia and there was only one service station you can't possibly have the attitude that that's the best service station in australia because it's busy And that's what people are doing with with tourism at the moment. They're going and and buying holiday property at the moment. They're going, oh, Byron Bay is a great place to invest. It's like, what the hell? It's been Mm. there for 50 years and it's going to be there the next 50 years. You're just looking how it's acted in the last 12 months. How stupid when it comes to property. You know, look at how something's just acted in 12 months and then flock to that. You look at the fundamental basics that build up that great city the last 50 years and the next 50 years
1: and that's where I, I sort of mentioned when I said um, moan about going is it a true growth it, it hasn't been influenced now Byron Bay and all the all the domestic travel areas it's been influenced by an international lockdown <laughs> so you've got and a lot of people you made a good point get they, they're in the hype Everyone's traveling to, which is great, and I think one of the best things to come out of this is it's forced people to go to areas in Australia they never would have gone. There, there's so many people right. who go to Bali every year, like clockwork. Don't even think about going to Gold Coast, Western Australia, Port Douglas, Port Stephens, and all those Byron Bay, Noosa, all those other places. They don't even think about it, and if the acknowledgement the knowledge is the best thing to come out of this then that's great but yeah you made a good point with the service station analogy or or an athlete who does a 100 meter sprint in eight seconds when he's filled with steroids got no competitor
0: yeah he's got no competitor
1: (laughs) or filled with steroids compared to when he does it without steroids and he runs at 10 seconds you're like well is he the best when he only when he cheats and yeah so i think people get the point
0: point. and why i say that when you ask me the question of do you buy at the peak or do you not buy it? Is it cool to buy at the peak or not cool to buy at the peak i think that that evaluation matters i think yeah. when you're buying in fundamental areas that have that have traditionally done well for the last 50 to 100 years they should or will traditionally do well the next 50 to 100 years but the question in everyone's mind is it's not going to go back to normal. Life is not mm. going to go back to normal. Properties, uh, the, the, the changes people have made is not going to go back to normal. There will be a new normal. There will be a new normal which will not look yeah. like the old normal. Now, with the new normal, that's international borders open, is Byron Bay still going to be attractive? Is, you know, Newcastle still going to be attractive? Is Northern Beaches still going to be attractive? That's the million-dollar question. So, for me, buying at the peak or not buying in the peak, I don't really care because if you're buying in a good, solid growth area, she's just going to keep on going as you get old.
1: It's true, and just as as quickly as um, Aussies will go internationally, international people will come to Australia and they'll be the places they go. So, but I, you made a good point. Look at look at the long, the long, the hit. That's where history can work really well because a lot of people think, "Oh, what what's relevant with what happened ten years ago?" But it, it gives you a pattern. So yeah. Anyway, and Luke, thanks. We haven't had you on the show for a while. I think it would be um, good to have Luke on and catch up with him, especially
0: he's Luke's always gone, Luke's a buyer's agent, so he understands that the buyer's mind better than any other. Let's yes. get in it.
1: And Luke's doing a lot in Queensland. I don't know if you do much in Melbourne. But see how that goes. So Luke can give us a really good view on the Queensland market and the Sydney market. We always have a bit of an arm wrestle each time we speak about that because um, Luke Luke's very um for it as well. But obviously based on each client's per um each client's situation, yields are really strong up there. Um, and, Mark, you and I are pretty simple. Buy Northern Beaches, live Northern Beaches, breathe Northern Beaches.
0: Nothing else works. <laughs> so, in conclusion, the answer to buying a property at the peak, is it cool or not cool, Mr. Bergio? It's
1: cool. And not cool. <laughs> cool in a good area <laughs> for the right reasons, not cool for the wrong reasons, caught up in the hype of an area.
0: So, yeah. Think long term, guys. Think long term. What do you think, Mark? I reckon think long term. Yeah. You know, it's just, <laughs> you just got to just have that long term attitude. Do not be influenced on what's happened to us in the last four, influenced and reactive to what's happened to you in the short term or what's going to happen to you in the short term. Play the long game for sure, just like our friend Warren Buffett
1: yeah and um i've lost my train of thought all good that's a wrap thank you beautiful uh, people have uh, a lovely
0: day enjoy these blue skies in sydney see ya it's getting warmer which is good see you man